Hey friend, are you asking yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? I don't think so. I think there's something else that I'm meant to be doing. Welcome to the Painting Your Path podcast, where we have real conversations about what it takes to step out, be bold, and do you. I'm your host, Clarissa Castillo-Ramsey. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm so happy that you're here. And before I get into today's interview, let me just share something special that I'm doing next week. On January 25th, I'm hosting a class called 2023 Planning for Non-Planners. And this class is for you if you have not had the time or taken the time or wanted to take the time on thinking about what you want to accomplish for 2023. I'm going to take you through a few exercises and you are going to create a calendar for 2023 that feels good to you, that feels doable and inspiring. If this resonates, the link to join is in the show notes and it's $23. And if you can't make it live, don't worry. I'll have the replay available for a limited time and I'd love to see you there. Okay. Now, moving on to the show, I'm pulling an interview that I did um, for my summit from, I think it was 2021, and I did an interview with Julie Ciardi. She is a seven-figure CEO. She is super amazing. You're going to be super inspired by her, and the reason why I wanted to pull this interview especially this time of the year, which if you're listening in real time, it's we're halfway through January. And I I know that so many people here are thinking about leaving their day job. They want to leave their day job. So Julie is going to share her story. She was in the corporate space for 20 years. And what I really appreciate about our conversation is the realness on how long it took her to get to where she is today and who she had to be in order to get to where she is now. She is going to give you so many practical tips. So break out a pen and paper and let's dive into my interview with Julie. Today, I am so thrilled to have Julie Chiardi here on the show with us. Julie is a former Fortune 500 VP turned seven-figure CEO She is an abundance life and business mentor for women. She helps women create six and seven figure businesses that ignite joy and freedom. She also hosts the podcast Ignite Her Mind. And I'm just so happy she's here. Welcome, Julie. Oh, thank you so much, Clarissa. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I always like to ask first, because I know you can relate to this topic. Um, Could you share a little bit about your journey journey to entrepreneurship? Yes, absolutely. And it really, it it took longer than I would have hoped. I wish I had listened to the nudges inside of me all along the way. I feel like after 20 years in corporate, um, I was feeling that urge the whole time I was there. So I wish I had kind of taken that leap earlier. 
Um, but what happened for me is I kind of just pushed that aside and I kept telling myself, well, when my kids are older, when they've graduated college, then maybe I will go do my own thing. And it's funny. So it was always there. It was this like goal, this dream, but I kept putting it off. And it was funny because I love how the universe, God, whatever you believe kind of sometimes jumps in and, and, and is like taps you on the shoulder and says, you know, I'd start doing this now versus later. And the company that I had been with, they had a remote working strategy. So I was living that laptop life from like 2001. So I've mostly been working from home if I wasn't traveling. So I kind of had that laptop life. I just didn't love what I was doing. But wouldn't you know, after all that time working there, they dramatically changed the workforce strategy so that I'd have to be in an office and that office was two hours away, one way. That'd be four hours in the car, three kids. I love being a mom. And I was like, that is a no, like that was not going to happen. And so it forced me to make some decisions much earlier than I had anticipated. And I am so thankful for that um, because that is really what pushed me forward to start to do my own thing because I really wanted to create a life I wanted to have on my terms with being a mom, you know, living life, not tied to someone else's calendar. And that is when I absolutely made that, that decision. Now, of course, like anything, it's not a, it's not a, like you, you jump and it's this perfect straight line towards success. There were some shifts and pivots. And I just kind of continued to take the next step before me on my journey to, to where I am now and where I'm going from here. So. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And I can totally relate um, the, especially the, the commute. I live in Los Angeles. And so the traffic is, you know, just unbearable. <laughs> and, um, and I love what you said about, you know, you, you, you have had these nudges and I know that's what we're really going to dive into today is just kind of like more of the inner work, because I find that that is the most difficult work challenging work and most rewarding. So I know that you, um, you know, so you've had inklings of you wanted to leave. Can you share a little bit more about how did you get, or how can we all get more clear on what we want? I feel like that can be overwhelming at times. It really can. And I think it's part of what held me back every time I would have the nudge that I'd want to do something. I really thought that I had to know what my life purpose was and, and, and know exactly what it was going to be before making any kind of moves. And I think that's a trap that we get into. And it's, it's actually in the taking action that you start to actually see the next step, right? So instead of thinking you need to know every single next step all the way through, if you just take that first step, it's amazing how the next step appears. So for me, it was taking action. It was, it sounds kind of funny to say this, but for 20 years, it was, wouldn't that be nice? Okay. So it was a, wouldn't that be nice was in my brain. The moment, the moment that it went from, and that was 20 years of it. Wouldn't that be nice to in a moment, making a decision, this is happening. It went from, wouldn't this be nice to a desire? And it was going to happen. Once your brain, once you put yourself into that mindset that this is happening, 
it is amazing how all those next steps come out. But when we kind of sit in this, huh, well, I guess it would be nice to maybe do something someday. Every it's, it's, you know, whether you believe in the law of attraction or any of those things, it's, it's simple. Once your brain finds that it's focusing on this like decision that you've made, our brains are wired. Our minds are wired to problem solve. So all of a sudden you start actually figuring out, well, what is this going to look like? What are my next steps? Who should I go talk to? I should start brainstorming all the different things that I could do and all of those things. So it wasn't until I made that decision in my mind that this is actually what I really want and not a maybe someday that would be nice. Everything started playing out. And it's when I actually started taking things seriously. I started talking to other people. I started listening to other people's stories. I was brainstorming and writing down. I can still remember sitting at my desk that I was in my other house working from home still for that company and just brainstorming. What could I do? What did I, not necessarily what what did I want to do, but what could I do? You know, I started brainstorming and from that moment, it has evolved. And I can tell you right now, especially your listeners, right? What I left corporate to do and what I am doing now are pretty different. All parts of the step along the journey, but and, and necessary, but they're different. So you gotta take that action. But the first thing you gotta do is you've got to make that decision in your mind that this is actually what I really want. Yes, thank you. And um, as you were talking, I also wanted to ask because I also find that, like, especially with creatives, we we're not crystal. I feel like people want to be so crystal clear, like this is the idea. And um, so would you say like just starting by brainstorming is a way to get you there? Any other thoughts? Well, here's what you do need. You're exactly right. This is where people get stuck. They want a crystal clear image of the how and what exact the details of what it's going to like, how it's going to play out that you have to let go of. You need a crystal clear image though, of what you want right? So I knew that what I wanted was my own business. I didn't know exactly what that was going to be. I I knew or how it was going to play out, but I knew that I wanted my own business. And it was because I wanted time freedom. I wanted freedom to be able to create however much money I wanted to create and not just what my salary was, right? And were we going to get a bonus this year or not based on how the company did and all the things, right? So I had a crystal clear image of what I wanted, my own business that gave me time freedom. Okay. So I say you have to start with a clear image of what you desire. So maybe it's to create and, you know, eventually have your pieces in a gallery. Maybe it's like, whatever that is, you know, like people know, like my big desire would be this right? You got to start with that. And then you can start coming up with the, the, the how starts to get revealed and you start to have these nudges and this intuition and really interesting things happen once you decide. But I do believe that you have to have a crystal clear image of what it is that you desire. It can be a feeling. It can be that you've re- reached a certain state of like your stuff being shown in a gallery or whatever it is by being really clear. And I knew And it kept me focused on every step that I needed to take next was that I wanted time freedom. And that started to be the thing more so than even money. 
is that I'd wanted time freedom. So what is it that you desire so much? Picturing yourself having that and the how will start to come. You're going to brainstorm. You're going to talk to different people. You're going to start to actually set some things into motion, but you got to have that aiming point of what it is that you want. I love that. And I love the, you know, the simplicity of it in that I feel like we try and make things difficult, right? And just, you know, the simple fact, I just, it could just even be, you know what, I'm working for myself, period, and just start there. So yeah, thank you for that. Put some emotion behind it. And that's the thing, like, you when you apply some emotion behind that of why you want that, it's that emotion tied with that image that really becomes your guide, you know, and, and you start getting like, you start feeling that way already. Like I can remember sitting still in the corporate job, still not loving what I was doing and going and getting excited though inside because of what I was working towards in this vision that I had. And I just started vibrating at a different state because I knew that I was working towards this thing that I wanted. I didn't know how it was all going to play out, but I knew it was going to happen. Love that. And that's honestly how I felt in my last month at work. Just so giddy about, (laughs) you know, working on what I really wanted to work on. Um, And Julie, you also um, talk about creating a to-be list versus a to-do list. Can you share a little bit more about that concept? Absolutely. And it's so interesting because when when we're in corporate, you know, it's almost like the world of personal development and growth is like almost hidden, you know, unless you're in like leadership programs or something. And until you start to get into entrepreneurship or whatever, all of a sudden it's like this whole other world of like personal growth and development. And I mean, I had been doing some of that my whole life, but it went to a whole other level. And here's why, because anytime we're going to make a pretty significant change and going after a goal that we've never had before. So that image, like that image of me having time freedom and having my own business, I had never done that before. So what was that going to take? It was going to take growth. I I would have to grow. I could not be the same version of Julie that was vice president of marketing as the version of Julie that's CEO of her own seven-figure company. Totally different versions of me. Still me, but the growth required different um, characteristics, traits, uh, beliefs. Like I had to change my belief system about myself and what I was capable of doing and getting comfortable with risk and the unknown and all of not getting that paycheck every two weeks and all of those things, right? Like different version. And so what I find as I work with more women is that we focus so much on the how and what do we need to do? What do I need to do? Anytime, like, so after leaving corporate and starting my own businesses and all of the things, the number one question I get is, well, what did you do? How did you leave? What did you do? And I always say, never ask someone. If you see someone that has what you desire, never ask them what they did. Because you could go try to replicate the exact same thing and will not get the same results. It's the being, it's the person doing the to-do list that actually matters, right? That's what matters. It's not the thing. I always say every sale, every business model works. Every sales strategy works. Every marketing strategy works. They all work. Why do we know they all work? Because they've worked for someone. If they've worked for at least one person, they work. Why can't people replicate 
everything that a successful person has done. It's because of the being, it's the inner growth. And so I always tell people to create a to-be list. So this is what you do. You think about this big goal that you have. Okay. So to leave, leave corporate and have your own business. Let's say that's like the big goal. This is what you want. And you're here and you need to go here to be, become this leader. You got to look at who you need to be, not what you need to do. Who do you need to be to have that achieved? What are some of those characteristics, those qualities, determined, unafraid of, you know, of risk, um, of willing to put yourself out there? I mean, like all of these things, if you're there, how are you, how are you being, right? You got to make decisions as her as that person with the goal achieved, not who you're being right now. So I like to, when you think about a to-be list, you can do it for yourself of knowing, you know, you can, sometimes you kind of know the gaps too. Like you kind of make a list of someone that has their own successful business and has left corporate. How would you probably describe someone like that? What are some of the characteristics, characteristics, how do they show up? All that kind of stuff. You're like writing that down. Then you kind of look at yourself and you do kind of an honest assessment to say, where do I have gaps? For me, discipline and structure. I rebel against discipline and structure. But for me to be a successful seven-figure CEO, I would have to be able to become more a more disciplined, structured person to be able to do it, right? So it's, that's a to-be. That's not a to-do, right? Um, confidence, not caring what others think. I mean, the, the list could go on and on, but you start to see where you know you have some gaps that you want to work on becoming that version of you that has those traits and those characteristics. The other thing that you can do is look at people who have what you desire. Observe them. How are they showing up? You can see, like you get a sense from people, right? Um, I've had mentors where I'm like, okay, I'm going to borrow her confidence until I can get mine to where I need it today. Right. Like I'm, and you can, and it's not like you're copying people. You're getting inspiration to say, Oh, I love how that person runs their team. And I love how that person shows up on live camera. And I love how this person, right. You're building that to be list of that version of you that has the goal that you desire. Cause it is a growth version of you. There is no other way. Yes. And I think, um, you know, I love what you said about not, you know, you're, you're not copying somebody else, but you're just emulating what, what they're empowering and just kind of, it's kind of like, I don't know, like playing a game, you know, almost kind of like imagining yourself as if, um, you know, you all, you, you have that quality. hundred percent. Yep. I even, yeah. I even go so far where I have a, uh, almost like a little script of the version of me, like, you know, that with, every, with the, the big abundant life that, that I'm striving towards. And I listen to it. I put it on a voice recording on my phone and I will listen to myself <laughs> telling myself, right? Like how I need to be showing up, what I need to be doing. Cause guess what? We're not always going to feel like doing some of the things that we need to do to right. So that to-do list, right. We're not going to always feel like doing all the things, but if we're showing up being the person that has what we desire, we're going to do them anyway. We're going to do them anyway, because we need to step into that role. A hundred percent. And um, I know that you have thoughts around, you know, just the developing that, that persistence skill, because I feel like sometimes it's, you can be on good traction for a little bit and then you just fall off. And then I would love to hear a little bit more about how we can build that muscle. 
Yeah, it, it's huge. It's it's really outside of having a crystal clear image of where you're trying to go. It's the next, it's it's huge what you need. If you if there's one thing on your to-be list, it's to become a persistent, you're in the like the persistent pursuit of that goal that you have. Persistent pursuit, persistent pursuit. And what I find, and I see it all the time, especially with social media, especially with just like the vibe. It's like, we think things should happen way faster than they do. There are no overnight successes. They actually cannot happen. It's why how statistically most people that win the lottery end up either worse off or the same after a period of time, because there was no growth. You cannot have that instantaneous quote unquote success because there was no growth involved. So you'll reset back to who you are. Like there was no growth. You've got to go through the growth. Growth can be a little painful, but it's required. So the idea here is there's no overnight successes. There are absolutely overnight breakthroughs. Overnight breakthroughs come with persistence. You've got to stick with it. Even when you don't see the evidence, I always like to use, like, think of a, a seed. Let's say you have a, you have a carrot seed and you plant the carrot seed in the ground. Would we ever every single day, dig it up and see if it sprouted. Like, would we dig it up? We wouldn't, right? We wouldn't dig it up to see if it sprouted. Did it sprout yet? Did, no, no, no. No, we would, we would have faith and confidence that if we're watering it every day and we're giving it the adequate sun and all the things, it's going to sprout and we will eventually see the evidence of it. We don't need to dig to see the evidence yet. But we do that with our businesses. We do that with our endeavors that we, get, we, we set out on because we expect to see the results faster. So it's this idea that you've got to have this faith that if you're putting in the time, you're doing this work on yourself and you're showing up and you're, and you're, you're being consistent, right. With what you're, with your plan that you have to believe without evidence that is faith, right? Faith is to believe in something without the evidence versus you need evidence before you'll believe it, right? You've got to believe without the evidence and know that it's going to come. So how do you do that? You got to develop persistence and that skill of knowing that you need to be persistent. And it really, from, you know, as I've learned, I've studied with like incredible mentors like Bob Proctor, thinking, thinking grow rich has a chapter on persistence. It's like, if you want to develop the persistence skill, go read the chapter in thinking grow rich on persistence. And he gives you some steps. The first one is kind of how we started this whole conversation. You have to have a burning desire. You have to have a burning desire for what that outcome is that you're going towards without that desire, the persistence can't develop. Because we'll give up at the first hurdle, honestly, right? If it's not something we want so badly, well, it can't just be something you kind of want, right? So that desire is really, really key. Taking consistent action, right? So consistent action always, like you just, you, you are not putting your foot off the gas. You are showing up. You're taking that consistent action and that you are closing. I love this one, that you close your mind off to all things that will derail you from the goal. That can be some other people. It could be social media. It could be Netflix (laughs) too many, too many times at night, whatever, right? Like you've got to be very guarded and make sure that you're closing off the things that are going to derail you to help you stay on track, right? And it could be other people. Don't share your goals and dreams with someone that you believe will is just going to say, why would you want to do that? Or that's really hard. And I was very protective of who I shared what I was doing with, because here's what I would say, only share it with others that are either have what you desire or are also trying to do what you're doing. 
because the naysayers, the negativity of other people. And again, they could be people even in your own household and, and friends just don't have them in your inner circle of every step you're taking, right? Because it can really derail you. And it leads to the fourth um, component of uh, developing persistence that Napoleon Hill talks about. And that is to surround yourself with people that are going after what you're going after or doing what you're doing or that you want to do just that, that together, that rise up, it's going to help you push past things you don't want to do. It's going to help you stay persistent, stay showing up no matter what. So, you know, whether it's being part of a mastermind, having a couple of friends that are also doing what you're doing. It's like when people go train for a marathon, right? What do they do? They train with other people that are doing it as well. Same thing goes with your business because there will be tough hills that you're trying to climb with your business. And it's so helpful to have others there to kind of take your arms and, and, and help you up the, uh, up that hill. So that's another really important part of ultimately achieving what it is you're going after. Yes, I agree. I think, you know, like you said, keeping that, keeping your goal to yourself, especially around people who tend to be negative because that can completely derail you. And as you were chatting, I was also thinking, Julie, could you share maybe like if somebody lives like in a rural area and they're just like, well, uh, there's nobody, there is nobody in my family. I have no friends that, that can, that are get me at all. Um, maybe share some ways and how we can find other people. Um, yes. Well, here's the funny thing. I don't, I'm thinking about my local area. I don't have anyone local that I am masterminding with that I'm, I'm working with. It's all people around the world. It's all people around the country, around the world, which is so awesome. The thing that I have noticed is that no matter what it is that you desire, there are others that are doing the same thing. And we've never lived in a time more where you can find them, whether that is using the search feature on Instagram, using the search feature on LinkedIn, you know, even just, you know, putting it out there to people that you do know and be like, you know what, I, I actually have a really good friend who might be in a totally other state, right? So it's there. I mean, we have never lived in a time. Go, go listen to, go to podcasts, like podcasts are another great way. You search for podcasts in the area of what it is that you're doing. And that's going to start to open a whole other door of, you know, of, of coaches, of people, masterminds, different things that you can do. Sometimes you need to pay for things like that. Sometimes you find your, your business besties, you know, without it being um, something that you're paying for. For me, every time I've, you know, invested in my growth, I've ended up meeting others that are doing the same thing that have become really close confidence in this journey for sure. Oh, thank you for that. And um, one other question um, you, you referenced uh, think and grow rich. Love that book. Um, for anybody else who is watching this, that's an avid reader. Do you have maybe one more book that is Goodness. on your must read list? Yeah, I'm like, I'm a massive, massive reader, but here's my big piece of advice when it's re- when you're reading study it. Don't read something once study. You should have like things highlighted, written, you know, going back over pages. I have dog-eared things all over the place and I go back and I read it and I read and I reread really, really powerful to do that. So one of the ones that I absolutely love, it's called the power of awareness by Neville Goddard. Mm. I actually have a whole list. I can send you my list. If you want, I have a kind of my core list because this is the work I think the the misunderstanding on mindset is that, you know, it's something you do every so often. Like maybe you go to a big event, like a big event that's rah, rah. And you're like, yeah. And then like, what happens by Friday? 
you kind of reset back, right? Or you listen to a great podcast and you're super motivated. And then two days later, right? Daily study time in the morning, right? Even if it's like a half an hour, read or listen to something that is going to help your mind. I meditate. I promise you making it a daily practice to study is game changing. Absolutely game changing. So this is an, I love power of awareness by Neville Goddard. It really goes back to what we talked about of having that crystal clear image um, of what it is that you desire, how to show up as that person, as that version of you with that goal achieved and how to do that. It's so, so good. You'll definitely love that. Thank you. And I have not read that one. And um, so definitely we'll pick that up. And I, and I love the reminder of, you know, especially for people who love to read, it's so fun to go on to the next thing and then you kind of forget. And so there's so much power in going back to, um, to the same book and really digesting it. Um, So thank you for that. And, um, and before we close out any final parting words of wisdom for our budding entrepreneurs. Yes. This is the biggest one I will say. Think of your dream. If it took you six months or three years, would it still be worth it? That, that's the biggest mistake that I see is that people just think it's going to happen faster. Be detached from the timing and be focused on what you want. Time doesn't actually matter with it. And letting that part go will save you a ton of of like just anxiety, frustration, starting and stopping because you think you should be in a different spot than you are. Let it go. It took me three years from the time that I started my business to really getting it to the, like over the the, the, the 100K mark. I mean, it was, it was like a lot. We then 20X the business in the last 18 months, okay? Doesn't matter, Right. From leaving to now was five years to create a seven-figure business. I will take the whole five years and everything to get here, right? That's the thing. People think they, it should be in a year or two. Let the time be a non-factor and just stay so focused on what it is you want. Oh, beautiful. And thank you for sharing and being transparent with you know your timing of your business. Um, Julie, thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate your, your expertise and our conversation. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for doing this. The more people that hear different stories and get tips, the more people will be inspired to do their own thing. So, so well done for doing it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and tuning in. I'd love to hear what's your biggest takeaway from my conversation with Julie. Connect with me on social media and send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget, I have my planning class for non-planners on January 25th. I'd love to see you there. If planning is a challenge for you, let's make it fun and easy and inspiring. And with that, I'll see you next week. And until then, keep painting your Thank you so much for staying till the very end. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend. If you haven't had a chance yet, please write a review and rate the show. I would love to hear your feedback. And I also have a free resource guide for anybody who is asking themselves, hmm, am I on the right path for myself now? Or is there something else that I really want to do? Maybe you're in that quandary. Maybe you're wondering what's next. 
So head over to the show notes and you'll see my painting your path framework guide, download it and have some fun. Just start exploring. And if you're looking for a community, please consider joining my Facebook group. It's called from employee to creative entrepreneur. And thank you again for tuning in and I will see you next week.